How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, July the 26th. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a great weekend. Pretty exciting stuff. We had the Olympics kicking off. Of course, I'm going to be rooting on Team Canada, which as of this recording has gotten two silvers. That's pretty exciting. And it's actually with the Olympics that we start with our first story of the weekend. Because there's actually been a, quite a few video game related stories around the Olympics. Definitely the biggest one is Google, who recently did a Google Doodle, which is when they make their logo all fancy with some kind of commemoration. Well, this time around, they turned their Google Doodle into actually just a full-blown JRPG. It's kind of hard to believe. But if you go to the Google website right now on your computer, they just throw a JRPG at you that you can play with your keyboard and your spacebar. And within that game, they give you a bunch of different Olympic sports to play. So they give you table tennis and rock climbing and archery and skateboarding and rugby, whole bunch of stuff, and apparently more is coming. And there's also way more to do than that. You can collect achievements and interact with a bunch of different characters and solve their quests. There's boss fights with characters that are, you know, extremely good at their sports. And then the other thing is that it's extremely artistic. They've got these in-depth anime sequences that were developed by a Japanese anime company. And all of the art actually was created by Japanese artists, with all of the artistry around the individual sports being associated with Japanese folktales. So anyway, I think this is just a great example of what video games can be, and how it's kind of around us everywhere. It doesn't have to be a game that we buy from a store or download from Steam. In this case, it's games being celebrated in a Google Doodle, who would have guessed? They say it's the most in-depth thing they've ever done for that project. The other Olympic-related story is that they actually played a bunch of video game music at the Olympics as part of the opening ceremonies. So as all of the individual countries were coming out as part of the celebration, they were playing music from games like Monster Hunter and Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, Chrono Trigger. Just these super iconic soundtracks and songs. And I think that's so cool as well, how, how video games are so ingrained in that culture. Anyway, that's all I'll talk about for now, but I think this is super, super cool, and uh, what a great way of celebrating both the Olympics and video games. Hey, I want to tell you about a game called Orcs Must Die 3, because if you've never heard of the Orcs Must Die series, it's actually pretty fun. It is a tower defense game, except it's also a third-person action game, I guess, where you are running around the map as a character while still having to do some tower defense stuff, defending against an onslaught of orcs. The first two games were pretty popular when they came out. Number two came out in 2012, and number three actually came out last year, except it was exclusive for Google Stadia, so nobody talked about it. Now Orcs Must Die 3 is out on basically all the other platforms. You can pick it up for around $30, and it's great fun. I've played the second game, at least a little bit of it. It's a, a totally solid tower defense game, and from what I'm hearing, this third game is basically the same as the second except they've added this, I guess, what they call a war scenario, which is all about just having hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of army orcs that you have to defend against. There is online co-op, but there is no cross-play, and there is no local co-op either. Feel free to check it out. Okay, I think those are the, the major things to talk about today. There's still lots going on with Activision Blizzard and the recent lawsuit from the state of California, I'm not going to get into the details of all the various responses to that event because we'd be here forever, but if there are advancements in the lawsuit itself, I'll let you know what happens. I've just got two miscellaneous stories for you here. One of them 
is actually pretty interesting. If you're uh, a player or interested in Genshin Impact, they're going to be doing a crossover event with Horizon Zero Dawn. So the protagonist of the series, Aloy, every person will get a free five-star version of her. And the promo that they put out made her like this little anime character. It's pretty funny. Uh, and the other thing I'll say is, hey, if you're interested in the Sniper Elite series, then Sniper Elite 4 just got the next generation upgrade for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Again, not a huge deal. Lots of games are doing that, but it happened. And hey, folks, that's all for the weekend. Thanks for being here. Of course, back with the news tomorrow, as always. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the CGO After Show. Hello and welcome. First of all, super surprised by the Google JRPG. I only just checked it out before I recorded the show. I, I knew it was there, but I did not realize how in-depth it was. I thought it was just going to be a cute little thing. Definitely check that out, even, even just to see the cinematics that they had. Very well done. And uh, let me give you a bit of an update. I completed a video game, and it's not Final Fantasy X. Uh, it's that game I told you about yesterday, Last Stop. I downloaded this game with the intent of... Just saying, screw it on my video essay idea, and just wanting to make something. And, uh, hey, I played through the entire game, it took me about six hours. And I have something to say about it, and I wrote, like, two-thirds of a script. That's pretty cool, isn't it? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and get that out. Um, basically now it falls on the recording and editing process. And again, it still could fizzle out there, but if nothing else, I'm happy I played the game. It's a pretty good game. I'll tell you all about that when the video comes out, which is hopefully sometime this week. I had a great time playing a new game that I knew nothing about going into it. You know, I did this, uh, I did that YouTube video recently unboxing my childhood, all the games that, uh, that I played in my teenage years. And one of the games I talked about in that video was called Enchanted Arms. And the only reason I ever owned that is because on the day that I got my first Xbox 360, or I guess my only Xbox 360, uh, we were buying Call of Duty, but we were also browsing the shelves, and I saw this game for 15 bucks. And I was like, oh, 15 bucks? Don't mind if I do. And it, it turned out to be this JRPG with some, like, Pokemon-like uh, creature collection. But it was also very serious, you know? It was all about... It was kind of Final Fantasy-esque, I guess. Little post-apocalyptic, very dramatic. And also, importantly, pretty unknown as a game. I would hazard a guess most of you haven't heard of the game, Enchanted Arms. And the reason why I played it is because I was just browsing the shelves at EB Games, and I was just, hey, that looks fun, let's try it. And that's not something I do very often these days. If I haven't heard of a video game at this point, it's pretty unlikely I'm going to play it, just because I'm so invested in the industry at this point, and there's so many options of critically acclaimed games. And so I talked about that, and I was like, man, I should really do that more often, and then I wanted to do this video essay thing. I was like, screw it, let's just choose a game and play it. So I did that, and I absolutely am glad that I did. It wasn't my favorite game of all time, but it was a great game. And I'll tell you more about it, like I said, at a, at a future date. But maybe you should try that, you know? Maybe you should pull a game off of a shelf that you barely know. Or, I don't know, if you're a big PC gamer, you've probably bought a lot of bundles, like Humble Bundle and stuff like that. Or any of the Itch bundles that they've done for, for fundraising. My god, there's probably tons of stuff in there that are worth checking out that you never would have heard of otherwise, and you already own it. Or if you have the Game Pass, there's tons of stuff on there too, that's, that's where I did this one. The other thing I did this weekend was play a solo board game via Tabletop Simulator. I think I might have talked about this already, I can't recall. Uh, I played a game called Under Falling Skies, 
And it's actually like a really good game. It almost reminds me of like some video games, the way that it plays out. And it very much scratches that itch of like into the breach where every single round feels like a puzzle where there's going to be a right answer, but it's on you to figure that out. And, and you know, time isn't really a, a factor. You can take all the time that you need. Except with Into the Breach, there's AI uh, intentionally setting up these challenges. And in Under Falling Skies, I mean, there's a set system that the, the enemies follow, but also the decisions that you make influence the movement of the enemies and the actions of the enemies. And so, you know, not only do you have to take into account what you're going to do, but how that's also going to influence your opponent, which is such an interesting way of playing a game. So anyway, there you go. That's what I've been up to. And uh, we are definitely out of time. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you. Back tomorrow, as always. Farewell.